0: The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host,
1: David Williams, along with the Sam Brewster. And welcome to Hoop Ball Grizz, ladies and gentlemen.
0: We are back. Not really post-game, but we're going to do a little bit of post-game coverage. We're going to talk about the two preseason games. The Grizzlies are 2-0 and against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The first game was... A little bit closer than what it needed to be. The T-Wolves tried to close the gap there at the end of the game. Had somebody get hot, and he poured in some buckets there late and pulled them within two. Grizzlies managed to hold on. Second game, the Grizzlies handled business. They smacked them around. The good news is Ja Morant has been electric. He is in midseason form already. He was flirting with a triple-double in the second game. He had a pretty good-sized double-double in 24 minutes in the first one. Second-year, Ja Morant is already on a different level, and it is exciting. If you are not excited about Grizzlies basketball, number one, what the heck is wrong with you? But number two, we have a bona fide superstar on our squad.
1: Yeah, I'll have superstar. to say Superstar.
0: So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate. He, he I was is doing
1: that a, for uh, dramatic effect.
0: Mm, No, it didn't work. (laughs) You you got it in. That's hesitation like Uh, your down jaw. I will shoot you (laughs) in the leg right meow. Uh
1: Uh-oh. Well, you heard it here first, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen.
0: (laughs) Pay no attention to the screams following this section. (laughs) All right, so we're going to go over the first one, uh, first game. Grizzlies came out pretty good. They they scored 34 in the first. They had a six-point lead going into half, came out, and they – Outscored them by six to expand the lead going into the fourth. And then, like I said, the, the T-Wolves had a bench guy get hot at the end of the game and close it within two. I guess, you know, technically the game could have been in jeopardy, but it's a preseason game. I wasn't really that concerned, honestly. Grizzlies won 107-105. Ja led the way in scoring for the Grizzlies. He had 20 points and 11 assists. JV had a pretty solid game there with his uh, – I'm gonna call it a double double. It wasn't really. It should have been a double double. If you but
1: had the assist in there it is. No, that's not how this works. You know <laughs>
0: You know that's not how it works. Though well, Ja was twenty points, four rebounds, eleven assists. He was sixty six percent from the field. This is what here's my thing. Ja Ja had eleven assists in this game and one turnover. Eleven and one. On the preseason, John Morant has 18 assists and one turnover. Wow. That, ladies and gentlemen, is taking care of the ball. He has the ball in his hands. Every stinking possession that he's on the floor, he's taking care of the ball. That's how you win games. Super excited to see that in a young guy. High usage guy. That's big in fantasy, a high-usage guy to be yeah. low turnover. Yes. Not that this is a fantasy show, but we love basketball. We love fantasy basketball. And hootball, let's be honest, Hootball is built on fantasy basketball. Yes, it is. Shout out to Dan Ambruski and all the other guys leading the way. We are jumping in. We we love it. We love the team coverage. We love fantasy. So a high-usage guy, low turnovers. Uh, still want to see some more defensive stats from him. Get for some him steals be, and some
1: blocks, and he'd be the best. He he's first rounder material right there. If he
0: adds that, if he adds a combined two and a half,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's his, getting the I assist, don't know if no he's turnovers. first rounder,
0: man. Like his you know, free his percentages. I think he he doesn't shoot the three all that well, so he doesn't get you a lot of threes. So he's going to be kind of lacking there. His free throw percentage is not awful, but it's not great. So that's not a really a big ding. But that is something that could keep him from getting there. So he's got three categories that are kind of maybe not that they are impossible to overcome. They're definitely not impossible to overcome. But three categories where he has to do some work. Although he did at the, man, I can't remember. I think it was at the end of the half of the first game. He got the ball and drove up the floor, hit the jab step quick breaks, knock down a three at the buzzer. Maybe he's getting it. He is working on it. He's a, you know, it's obvious that he's put work in. He's looked really, really good. Again, it's preseason. How much weight do you really put into it? I don't know the real answer to that. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad that they're not sputtering and flailing all over the place looking like crap
1: like they did. But last I'm not going to be like,
0: "Oh, they're going to win 45 games this season" cuz that's not happening.
1: Okay, so if if you listen to this, I challenge you 50% from the field, 87.2% from the free throw line, put .2 in there, and zero turnovers the whole season. Do it. And you'd be first-round material right there. Just keep doing what you're doing and do Man, that. Man, I okay. know that's dreaming. <laughs>
0: Zero turnovers None. is impossible. That well, is definitely well, not the, happening. Then,
1: then he's not s- super, super, superstar.
0: Whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> that, that's, there's, no, that's Is impossible. James Harden a superstar? Heavens, no. LeBron James? Heavens, no. Anthony Davis? No. Who's a superstar then?
1: Jonas Valanciunas. He has turnovers.
0: <laughs> he hadn't done that whatever so let's see i'm i was going i was going along with you and then you throw so last year he was 78 just under 78% from the free throw line 78% so you want him to improve his free throw percentage
1: almost by 10% we need 9% on that
0: so 10% from the free throw <laughs> line and he this man said no turnover. none
1: <laughs> i don't want none if, you, if you, <laughs> none of them
0: ah uh, He's dreaming. Let's finish running through these stats. Grayson struggled. He was one for eight from the field. Three points, one rebound, one assist, one still. Dylan and Grayson were riding the same bus in the first game. Dylan had four points, three rebounds, five assists. I love to see that number from Dylan Brooks. So, yes, he did struggle from the field. He made it – I'm not even going to say a couple. There, there were some, some plays where people thought they were questionable – but I like this the five assist. I don't like the what was he? I just lost it. I'm sorry. Uh, he was two for twelve from the field. I don't like that, Dylan. But the fact that he had five assist tells you that he's working on his vision. That tells you. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's working on his vision. That is something in the bubble. He got a ton of heat over. He's working on his vision. So I like the five assists from him, even though he struggled from the field. He. I I mean I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, JV thirteen nine and a block. Kyle Anderson twelve point six rebounds, four blocks. Desmond Bain twelve points, four rebounds, two assists. He shot sixty two percent from the field. Jitty John Conchar was eight seven two two one. Man, that's a uh, <laughs> that that's a pretty stat line if you were in a. An extremely deep fantasy league. But anyway, yeah, as you like to see that from J.D. Anthony Melton, 11 points, one rebound, two assists, one block. Tyus Jones, 6-3-3-1-1. Putting them all out there. Gorgie Zhang, 8 points, six rebounds. Xavier Tillman played 15 minutes, three points, two rebounds. And then pretty much everybody got into this game outside of the – I mean, Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson, Jontae Border. Killian Tilly and Justice, we knew Jaron and Justice were not going to be in there. No big surprise. I was really hoping to see a little bit of Killian Tilly. Got to be honest, I would like to see Killian Tilly on the floor. With the the way that the two A's are structured this year, I still think that that is a possibility. It's a, It's a strong possibility, and he is going to produce maybe it's not this year but I think that he will be a guy that produces for the Grizzlies moving forward maybe it's next year he's on the main roster gets a little playing time we'll see how that works out but if he can stay healthy I like that signing I think that's going to be great and let's move on the final score of this game 107-105 Memphis 1-0 and on the preseason and Sam has the numbers for us in the second game. Final score of the second
1: game was? I do. It was Grizzlies, 123 to the Timberwolves, 104. Got the big dub on that one. Smacked them around, like I said. Get some. Let's All go. right. What you waiting I'm, on I'm over waiting there. there? Give me the stats. I spash. was waiting for my phone to load, hey? Man. Good gr- All right, here we go. Dylan Brooks, 21 points, four assists, six rebounds. I like that. Kyle Anderson, I like this, too. 16 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. In the Jaga, I was disappointed in this. He only had 4 rebounds, but he had 5 assists and 22 points. So and he I'm, had 2 blocks. Yes. Jaw had 17 points, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds. I'm digging that,
0: too. Yeah, he had a little bit of the defensive stats that Sam was looking for there, too. Mm-hmm. He had 2 steals on this one, so that, that's a... Uh, you know I I don't doubt he was he's very active on the defensive end. I think that he's going to get better as a defender. I, it would not surprise me if by next season John Morant's not going in the first round of fantasy drafts. Like I said, I mean it is it is a possibility because you got so a lot of it depends on the league, right? And, and that's like Luka Doncic, any other league outside of nine cat Roto. He's an easy first-round guy because of his stats. But if you're 9-cat Roto, he's a high-volume, not really trash, but it's not a great percentage for a high-volume free-throw shooter. He turns the ball over, and his field goal percentage is not good. And so you're basically giving up three categories right off the bat. And I, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not saying, oh, Lucas Tra I'm not saying that. Like, I am. He's trash. Fa- the fantasy game is totally different than... You know, like the, there's a lot of difference between the fantasy game and the actual NBA game. Luke is obviously a stud. He's going to be a stud. He's got a lot of um. Man, I don't I don't even know. Like he's got it. That's really like the best the word. It factor. I, I was looking for another word, but it the it factor is really like the mm-hmm. best way to go there. He's so it. anyway, we're we're gonna stay away from fantasy. Keep going with the stats, Sam.
1: Okay, D'Anthony Melton had 11 points, three rebounds. We got John Conchar here, two points, four assists, seven rebounds. Uh, I'm, I'm all right with that, you know. I yeah. see a little more scoring out of him, but you, know, you don't that,
0: have to. I mean, that's, you know, no, you, you want him seven. for energy, mm-hmm. rebounding, and, and defense, and he's doing that. You know, he had two points, doesn't look, you know. Here's the thing. This I, I want to say this because I feel like a lot of times when people are watching the games or if you're not watching the games and they just look at the box score, if somebody's not putting up points, there's more to the game than just scoring. For sure. And, and that is, like, D'Anthony Melton was a very high-impact player last year, and he didn't score that much. They don't have to average 15 points a game, 15-plus points a game, in order to have a large impact on the game. And, yeah, Conchar only scored two points, but seven rebounds, four assists, four steals.
1: I mean that's uh, <laughs> that's impacting that, the that game. That reminds me of uh Bob Covington.
0: Uh, yeah, Co- Covington tends to score a little bit more, but you I know, like Bob. You know, I I think that you you have to look at it holistically, right? Like mm. it's it's the NBA is not just scoring, right? It's not just threes and dunks, and it, like what? it's not. Do you have to score to win the game? Obviously, you can't have five guys out there that don't score and <laughs> they just, and the they just get rebounds. <laughs> you can't that like that's not gonna be effective. You're not gonna win any games like that.
1: Fifty steals, zero. But points. if
0: you got one or two guys on the team that are putting up seven rebounds, four assists, four four steals, that's impactful. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes you know the numbers don't lie. Me, in some cases. They don't tell the whole truth. Go on. I keep interrupting you, no. Sam. Who's right. up next?
1: Uh, Gorgie. Gorgie Zhang. Zhang. Didn't do so hot. Three points, one assist, two rebounds. Compared to the stats I have. Now, what's the defensive stats on that man?
0: Uh, he got three steals. Yeah, okay. So he's putting in some defensive okay. stats. Not as much of a – like, he he played 20 minutes. Not as big of an impact as, as Conchar. But still, I, I just don't know that – I Isaac and I talked about this in what is the last ep- – Yeah, the last episode, Isaac and I, we were talking about rotation. And Gorgie is very interesting. And what are they going to do? Is Gorgie going to be a guy that's in the rotation? Or is he not? They've got the expiring contract, which is going to be valuable, something that they can move. I don't know what they're going to do with him. It is preseason. You don't really, you have no idea what the rotation is going to be. By the time you get into the preseason, because I can promise you that Sean McDermott and Ahmad Carver are not going to be having any minutes in the regular season. And seeing how the Grizzlies cut Jaleel Tripp, Jaleel Tripp is not going to be getting any minutes. So you don't really know what a rotation is going to be. This is just kind of schemes, offensive and defensive schemes, and what these guys are doing. There are, you look for positives, you look for chemistry. And the starters working well working well together. Ja doing what he's doing is obviously nice to see. But, again, it is preseason. Don't have to put a ton of weight into it.
1: You got any more over there that uh, we, we cover everybody? Uh, Grayson Allen had a good stat line. He had uh, 13 points and five rebounds. And then – Yeah, he bounced back. He,
0: he struggled in the first game. And then he shot 50% from the floor in this one. And that's – You know, Grayson is definitely going to be a rotation guy. So you want to see him get off to a good start because it seemed like last year, every time Grayson would get it going, that he would get injured. He played well in the bubble. I think that he showed in the bubble that he's got a lot of value, that he can be valuable to this team. I hope that he stays healthy this year so the Grizzlies can determine – if he's a piece that needs to stay around or if they need to move him.
1: I think they should keep him. I like Grayson.
0: I do. I like the way that he plays the game. There's a lot of a lot of positives, a lot of things. He plays hard and he he's a guy that shoots the ball well. He can come off of screens, catch and shoot. And you need guys around Ja that can do that. Dylan I think if Dylan, you know, with adding Desmond Bain allowing Dylan Brooks to play off of the ball a little bit more there was a clip I was watching earlier before Sam got here to record, and I talked about dribble handoffs between J.V. and Dylan. They were running some of those in this in this last game. I, I didn't watch the first game; I had to go back and watch some clips. I listened to it, so I didn't really get to see see what was going on. But I went, I ran back this second game, and I saw at least three times they were running dribble handoffs from uh, J.V. to Dylan. And Dylan was knocking down that fifteen to eighteen foot jump shot, which analytic guys are gonna, you know, be mad about. But he, here's the I'm not against analytics. I realize that they are effective, they do work, but a high percentage bucket is still a high percentage bucket.
1: Absolutely. That's what it, it is. That's what I was gonna say, pretty right. much. Yep.
0: So anyway. If
1: it works, yep. it works.
0: All right, you got anybody else on the stats over there, Sam? Tyus
1: Jones here. He had four points, four assists, two rebounds. And Desmond Bain, he's got a decent stat line, too: ten points, and one assist and four boards.
0: Yeah, he kind of – he struggled a little bit at first in this game, but then he got it going a little at the end. He he played – when they were up, he played, he got up to the 10-point range. I'm just glad the, they're using him. He's going to be fine. And yeah. there, there are people that are already pushing for Bain to be a starter. Oh, boy. And I don't like. I don't have an issue with that. I think that at some point he will definitely be a starter.
1: Dylan's going to get his feelings hurt if that well, happens. Well, the,
0: the, here's the deal. They're not talking about taking Dylan out of the lineup. Well, who are they moving? So the lineup that I saw, there, uh, I saw a couple people talking about it. But one of the lineups that I saw, it was Ja at the one uh Desmond at the two, Dylan at the three, okay. Jaren at the four, and, and JV at the five. That'd be and all right. I'm, I mean, that's a lot of shooters around Ja. It's a lot of shooters. That's
1: a lot of shooters, and you got two big guys, too. So I mean, Jaren. Jaren can shoot, too. Jaren well, that's can, what I mean, I mean. But Jaren's a big guy, too, is what he, I'm saying. He is, though. yeah. So, I mean, you've, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if Justice can't stay healthy, I, I there's not going to be a shortage of guys that can start. I think that Grayson is more than capable of being a a starter. I was just about to say Grayson can too. Run that exact same lineup Mm -hmm. except for instead of Bain, you run Grayson. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that you can start Bain and Grayson together. I think you lack size there. I I think it's a little bit – you know, Kyle Anderson, he has looked good. He's shooting the ball. Uh, The guys over at Fast Break, they they tweeted out the other day, because there've been talks about Kyle's shoulder and it not being healthy and they they went back and I don't remember the dates. I wish I'd save this, but I I just didn't. They were talking about his percentage and I think it was maybe from like bubble time to these games and you know he's he's shooting the ball significantly better. He looks healthy. The the hitch like the god awful hitch that Kyle had in the top of his jumper. Man, if you Here's the thing. Like, seeing that hitch on TV, you can see it and you can notice it, but it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't give do it, it justice, justice it man, <laughs> at all. It's not even – like, the first time that I saw Kyle Anderson live warming up, I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not – a like, he's an NBA player. He's doing something way better than what I could ever do, honestly. You know, so, like, who am I to criticize his shot? It's just goofy. But – it reminded me of freaking Bill Cartwright, man. Like, Bill Cartwright okay. in the way – like, if you remember Bill Cartwright back in the, the, the glory days of the Bulls and you remember the hitch in his shot, and he wasn't an outside shooter by any stretch, but you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about. You know, he'd come up smooth and then it's like it, it just – a massive hesitation at the top of his jump shot and then just flick and it's gone. And I'm like yeah that that's not gonna it's not gonna last. it's too slow, but he has looked significantly better as of late, and in the bubble, you know he shot the he shot the three he shot the ball well from deep uh at the bubble as well, so I think that's it. We've got nothing else on the games. The Grizzlies look good. They're 2-0. and Next game is what today? Thursday? Thursday at home against the Hawks, uh-huh. and then they play the Hawks again on Saturday at home. Yes. And then we are into...
1: The season. The regular
0: season. The season. Next yep. Tuesday? Yeah, the 23rd. The Grizzlies play San Antonio on the 23rd.
1: Okay, so next Wednesday.
0: Yeah, we are... Seven days away from NBA opening day. Eight days away from Grizzlies opening day. That close. If you have not seen it, I want to give you guys an opportunity. We are doing a giveaway here at Hootball Grizz. We have two tickets to the March. Hold on, let me look at the date. I'm pretty sure it's March 4th. I'm going to pull it up. I don't want to get the dates wrong. I should have it here ready to go, but I'm a bum like that, so I'm just going to wing it. Bum. What is it, Sam? Do you know the date? March 2nd. That's my guess. That's wrong. It's (laughs) not March 2nd. (laughs) It's definitely not
1: March 2nd. Okay, March the 4th. March 4th,
0: Thursday, March 4th, the Grizzlies play at the FedEx Forum against Giannis, the two-time reigning MVP of the NBA and the Milwaukee Bucks. We are giving away two tickets.
1: Just giving them away.
0: It is super easy to be entered to win. You have to do three things. You have to go on Twitter and find the tweet. You can search the show at Grizz, and it will be there. There may be some tweets on top of it, but it will be there. Go and find it. You like the tweet, you retweet it, and you follow the page, and you are entered to win. I will be doing the drawing on Christmas Day. After the Celtics-Nets game, that's when the giveaway will be. So you have 10 days, 10 days to go on Twitter, find the show, add Grizz, find the tweet, like it, retweet it, follow the page. You're entered to win.
1: It's easy like that. One, two, three, done. Done. Be like Nike and just do it. They're good seats, and
0: that's a great game to go to. If you've not got to see Giannis live, it is. Uh, it's fun to watch. It's a show, for sure. Super nice guy. He signed a ton of autographs, which is obviously not going to be the case because of the pandemic. Probably not going to be signing autographs, but it's still going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a great game. Good seats. They are in Pinnacle 4, so you will be along the side of the court with no type of obstruction of view. It's a great, great seats. You will enjoy the game. Again, you go on Twitter. You find the show at HoopballGrizz. Find the tweet. It's got a big graphic. You will see it. It's got the Grizzlies and the Bucks logo. Got the red lights telling you it's a giveaway. Check it out on Twitter, at Grizz Like it, retweet it, follow the page, and you're good
1: to go. And they're free. Free. You can't beat free. You cannot.
0: So, again, one more time, go to Twitter. Type in at HoopBallGrizz, find the page, find the tweet, like it, retweet it, follow the page, and you'll find out on Christmas if you're the big winner. We will make all the arrangements to make sure that you get the tickets after we find the winner. Good luck, everybody. And that's all we've got today. Before we get out of here, we're going to talk about our partners at HoopBall. We're not going to go into it too deep because you guys know, if you listen to the show, you, knew, you know who they are. If you don't listen to the show, thanks for tuning in. You will get to know them a little bit better. We got mybookie.ag. You go over there, you sign up, you use the promo code Hootball. They got some nice things they're going to give you. We've got a discount at Manscaped. It is Hootball20. That is our promo code. Get you 20% off and free shipping on the Lawnmower 3.0. We appreciate those guys. They've been great, super supportive. Make sure if you go over there and you get something from one of those sites you let them know who sent you the guys here at Hootball my bookie promo code hootball manscape promo code hoopball twenty the show Twitter at hootball I am at dwell two one 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 Sam
1: is it is samy B eleven eighteen that's a capital S, lowercase a m m y capital B. One, 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 eight. We will be live, live. Technically live, but not. It's live for
0: us. Yeah. Our first post-game show is going to come to you Thursday night. We're going to go the the first Hawks preseason game. We are going to go live with a post-game. So we'll be back to you. We'll see you Thursday night. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Until next time, it's not even that far away. I'm stoked. Let's go. Prep up. It is. All right. Go Grizz. Go Grizz. Yeager.
1: This has been a Hoop ball presentation.